It's Halloween, baby! Freaking Halloween, ladies and gents. Are you feeling scary? Uh, Kind of. I hope the listeners are feeling some scares and spooks. Some tricks or treats. That's right. We're going to really scare the pants off of you when we look at some scary stories for grown-ups brought to us by uh members of the internet community we're gonna go yes. we're gonna be looking at some rl stein goosebumps for grown-ups plus since it's halloween man we're gonna be watching a misfits music video oh, yeah. is is it a shitty music video is it an epic music video that's for you guys to decide tonight and what else are we doing uh well hell song by izzy stradlin yeah, hell song by izzy stradlin and we going to be discussing the latest in the news. There's some pretty crazy shit yeah. that happened in the build-up to Halloween, which is, like, freaking crazy. So we got to put some sense on that, and you'll hear about that in today's Yeah, show. a lot of shit has happened in the rock and roll world this week. We're going to talk about all of that and much, much more today on the Halloween 2022 edition of the Guns and Radio podcast. Woo! Woo! Let's hit it. Isn't it, isn't it though? Isn't it absurd? It is absurd. Happy Halloween once again, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 191 of the Guns and Radio podcast. Usually we save the Halloween stuff for the Shotcast, but since Halloween landed right on a Monday, which is when we air our episode, said, why the hell not? We have to put the two yeah. together and make some this, something really fun for you guys. Is this our first full-sized Halloween special that's not just a spook cast Saturday? Yeah, I think it is actually. Huh. That's odd to think about. But we're here and we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're sweating our way through it. One way or That's another. the thing, man. <laughs> if you're going to go out on Halloween, you need to go out to to where you can walk around outside, like to the pubs and stuff, because Halloween costumes be hot. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially when you get to drink. And my tail came off, so I'm just going to hold it throughout the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah ladies and gentlemen dustin is not holding his 27 inch fucking dick here. it's just this okay game. okay chris do you know what i am the drug-free bear <laughs> i don't know it's like since you're canadian i didn't know yeah. if that would uh translate over or not well i think like dare kind of translate over they just probably switched the whole dare thing itself but like I've seen enough, like, you know, American, like, media, movies, and culture, and know, like, dares, like, the whole drug-free program. That's probably all Reagan's shit. Yes. It was dare. Uh, that is Reagan era. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Uh, let's do, um, let's do a screen share real quick, because uh, I am unfortunately finding furry... Uh, oh, oh god you're going down rule 34 route aren't you well i'm not trying to <laughs> uh, this was the one i wanted to pull up this one is the one i'm talking about that's giving me the creeps yeah, like yeah, it's like tony the tiger was like in his er, er, uh, guys 
Ugh, I can't even speak right now. Jeez. Like Tony <laughs> the Tiger was a fucking Chad. Looks like. Uh, kinda. This is Darren the Lion. I mean, that first one there where he's like hanging against the wall, fucking v neck, bro. He's like, yo, bro, I do fucking uh, this muscle one? ups. Of, yeah, I do fucking muscle ups, bro. Fucking come at me, bro. <laughs> Looks like he's ready to like fight and like fuck your girlfriend or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably could, you know why? Because he's not on drugs. <laughs> uh, remember, kids, uh, guys that uh, don't do drugs get to fuck your girlfriend if you do drugs. Yeah, and but these, that, these are like dudes that say steroids aren't a drug. <laughs> uh, we all let this man down. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let me see if I try this one. Open image in a new tab. I'm trying to get a good height. There we go. Dare, dare the dare lion, Darren the dare lion. lion. Yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, there's our beautiful screen background. Say, we should put we should put the dare bear in the freaking background. Oh, there. we should. We're gonna add Darren the lion. We'll put him about here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we got Mr. Clean Snoop Dogg, um, everyone's favorite lesbian's Axel Rose, Mickey Rourke in there. Kermit ends <laughs> up inviting the the balcony Muppets. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. I'm gonna have to add a balcony. I need to. I need to add a background. I'm gonna work on it. Yeah. Oh, just just for whatever you know. I was just. I just thought of it now. I'm like, wait, that would be just hilarious. You gotta figure out how to like. <laughs> I'm like throwing like like little dollars in the air from the balcony. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to change the background and make it like make, so I can have like a a balcony in the background. Dude, yeah, like, that's the VIP section where they can throw it from the floor above. <laughs> they have those in strip clubs uh and they oh, yeah. are upstairs and i've been in one on my bachelor party some friends of mine rented out the vip area and it sucks i'm gonna tell you right now you just spend money for seats the girls don't come up there if they do the fucking pit bosses yell at them and yeah. it's like if they want dances they can come down here and, and give their money like everybody else and that's like because they already you already gave them their money. Yeah, that's the thing. But you know, those kind of sleazy businesses are are, are greedy anyway. Oh, absolutely. Um. Uh, well, what do you want to start with? I don't know. What should we start with? <laughs> let's start with uh, some rock and roll news. Uh, yeah. Because say, let's, yeah, we we'll get that out of the way. Yeah, we don't have, it's not very happy. We're not going to dwell on it long and let it put a complete screech on the thing. But we do want to talk uh, first off about we lost a fucking legend this week. Uh, actually, kind of lost two in a way, but one of them has passed away. And that is one of the original members of the Million Dollar Quartet. Uh, the last surviving member of the Million Dollar Quartet passed away yesterday, and that was Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, it was weird because I remember seeing like, oh, Jerry Lewis is dead. And then like, I think like TMZ jumped the gun on it or something. And it's like, nope, he's not dead. He's still alive and well. And then like, yeah. two days later, oh, no, it's actually confirmed. He's next day. Dead. It was like a day, out, a day or two after. I was like, what the fuck is I thought it was the on? next day. <laughs> I, I do remember a friend of mine uh, shared his original death story. And, and I was like, oh, shit, that sucks. And then I looked it up because I always look up a death thing before I give my condolences or anything mm-hmm. or say anything about it myself. And I looked it up and it was proven false by the time I looked it up. 
And uh, he he deleted his post and said, Jerry Lee Lewis ain't dead yet. And then I commented on it and I said, man, if he turned around and dies tomorrow, I'm going to be pissed. And then <laughs> lo and behold, lo and behold, <laughs> he died the next day. Oh my day. God, is that another person we killed on this podcast? No, uh, we've talked about Jerry Lee on here because, uh, you know, he's the one that I went to his house. Oh, yeah, you delivered pizza to his house. Yeah, I delivered a pizza to his <laughs> house. That story. Yeah, that really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, that makes me sad. Um, I don't know what else can really be said about it. I mean, he wasn't in the best health the last time I seen him. He performed. Last concert I heard of him being at, I was in town for it, and I didn't get to go because he owned a uh, <clears throat> he owned a bar in Memphis. And uh, oh look, we got another uh, ferocious tiger here. Oh. <laughs> um, he owned a bar in Memphis, and part of that bar had like a piano and a small audience area, very small audience area. And then a piano and a stage. And then if Jerry Lee was in town, he would go there and play, but otherwise it'd just be roped off. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, on New Year's, I was in town for New Year's and he came out to play. They'd already sold out though by the time I found out about it because it was less than 100 people that could get in. We're talking a very small, uh, small venue. But Jerry Lee is no longer with us. The killer is gone, regardless of what you think about his various controversies and shits yeah. that happened over the years. Now's not the time to focus on that. Now's the time to just, you know, he was a rock and roll legend, uh, a founding father of the music that we all love and enjoy. And that's that's the way I'm I'm going to remember Jerry Lee. And I'm personally sad about it because I am a fan, but... Um, I mean, it's just a sad thing. Other sad news, we'll go ahead and get this out of the way, is Mick Mars has retired. Which is, like, crazy, because I knew, like, you've had, like, issues with everybody. He was still touring. It seemed fine. And then, I guess, just shit happens, you know, and you just can't do it anymore. I don't know. Yeah, he had some degenerative bone disease that he's been dealing with this whole time. Yeah. And, like, respect to that. Like, if, if you can still, like, deal with that and still pull off you know live shows i don't expect these dudes to be like jumping around all over the place like you're like slash jumping off the amplifier or something but, yeah you know just to even perform like live like it's all you need and like i know we like shit on molly crew a lot whatever but like i do respect mick mars he's a pretty good guitarist yeah he's being replaced though with somebody five who is that uh john five i think He's been in like so many bands. I think he worked with Marilyn Manson or something. Yeah. Uh Rob Zombie, I think, is who he quit to join Motley Crew. Something like that. Let me look up like John Five. Because <clears throat> he's been think... he's done so many projects. Actually, he was doing stuff with David Lee Roth recently, I think. Oh yeah. Um uh, I mean, you yeah. know, he's got some big shoes to fill though. Hmm. Oh, yeah, because he was a re- actually, sorry. I looked up right now, John Five. Um so he was actually part of Daily Ross original solo thing. Then he went to do stuff with Marilyn Manson and then Rob Zombie. And now he's left the Rob Zombie band to go uh, tour with Molly Cruz. So Mick Mars is still <laughs> apparently going to be in a studio capacity. Like he'll still like record and do stuff that are like on studio recordings, but touring for him. Yeah, he just can't do it anymore. 
Yeah. Hey, listen, you did as much as you could, man. And you got to still give respect to that. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, man, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a shame, but, uh, I think, uh, you know, in a way I get it. Cause like as much as he's dealt with this disease that he's got, and then, cause you know, it ain't just being on stage either. There's things you don't think about, like going to the hotel, getting on the airplane, sitting on the airplane, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's all kinds of, uh, of, uh, you know what I mean? Of little shit that we yeah. don't, we don't think about cause we don't see it. Um, sleeping in uncomfortable ass <laughs> hotel beds. And I'm sure he's got like oxygen and stuff that he probably needs to have with him medication that he has to take, uh, you know, shit like that. That's gonna, that, that traveling with it is, uh, not as easy as it is when you're young and you can just travel. Yeah. So I'd be interested to know why Motley Crue chose, uh, John five though. Oh, I think like John Five's worked with many of those members before. I'm pretty sure. I think John Five even probably did guitar a few times with Vince Neil's thing. Oh, hang on, I'm getting a call. Oh shit! Oh. Hello. Oh, hey, gang. It's Vince now. Oh, hey, Vince. How's it going? Oh, Vince I just want to say I'm, I'm watching the show here, and I want to say first of all that uh, I want to say that it, it makes me feel really, really proud. I'm very happy that Chris Caputo decided to cosplay as me today for uh, Halloween. You know, I always knew I was one of his best heroes and everything, but, you know, it's good to finally see it confirmed. Well, Vince, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you finally have something nice to say about Chris. Yeah, uh, finally. Uh, so anyway, Vince, tell us, uh, why did you guys choose John 5 to uh, replace Mick Mars? Well, you know, it's like this. Um, have you ever had a car battery that was, that you just zapped and zapped and zapped and zapped until the point that, you know, you just had to face the facts, go to Walmart and buy a new car battery? Well, it's kind of like that, you know? I mean, you can only put the man on the Frankenstein table and raise him up to the electricity so many times till the goddamn body's fried. And, (laughs) oh, (laughs) what? So, Vance, you're saying. So Vince, you're saying that that Mick had to retire because you can't put him on the table anymore like Dr. Frankenstein does the monster, raise him up and let the electricity zap him to bring him back to life. Yeah, it's like an old car battery, you know? It's been zapped so many times that it's just dead. Oh, well. That's that's, okay, that's a, 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 an analogy, that's for sure. <laughs> like, I... I don't know but, if you're you talking know, about someone you knew for like 40 years about that, but sure. Oh, no, he's not really going anywhere. Like, he's still here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the undead never really leave, you know? Well, that's but fair He's enough. actually still living. He's not, you know, he's not, there's no false death reports like there are with Jerry Lee Lewis, bro. I, I, okay, he's undead. There's a difference. Jerry Lee Lewis is dead. McMars is undead. There's a difference. Oh, uh, Mars is still among the living. He may be like... Uh, there may be a huge age difference between you, you guys, and the rest of the band. Between I think he's well, saying so. he's a zombie, Chris. 
All right, well, that, that's allegedly. Who knows? I mean, I mean should, shouldn't all of Molly Kruby's zombies, all the drugs and STDs ingested and gotten and whatnot? <laughs> is McMars a uh, zombie? I mean, hey, like, uh, well, you know. Well, you know, I'm not going to say he's a zombie, but he does eat brains on the tour all the time. Uh, he used to bring the groupies in for a completely different reason. But uh, now he just eats their brains. And, and you know, that really cuts into the rest of our action. Because uh, chicks aren't too keen to go backstage if they know that that's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I guess you got a one in four chance. All right, thanks, Vince. Uh, I'm going to hang up on him now. Uh, yeah. Mick Mars, big legend. Uh, we're sad to see him go in all seriousness. We joke around and we poke fun at Motley Crue on the show all the time. But Mick Mars yeah. is definitely a legend. And uh, Oh, absolutely. I mean, just... His guitar work is just insane. I mean, if you go the best him, part, yeah, it do. And his guitar work only really got better and over time with Molly Crew. I think like if you want some of his best shit, the Doctor Feel Good album is some of his best shit. Oh, I, I was still listening to Kick Kickstart My Heart just to hear like oh, yeah. his work on that fucking song because that's that's the best Molly Crew song I'd say ever. I just the I solo agree. Work and the way it sort of matches like tempo and like voice and stuff oh it's insane just all, all that stuff that goes in Monley crew in studio is one thing they're mm. great studio where they can be cleaned up polished uh whatever it's when they start touring uh in real life that you realize oh this band kind of sucks yeah but not the band i mean mix always the, the band is always solid vince neal just yeah. sucks as a singer yeah i mean good thing you said that after you got off you don't know if you're still listening or not oh uh, yeah well i hung up on him i turned my phone off yeah. so he can't call back good <laughs> you it's only get one per episode nice with him oh <laughs> i, don't know. I think I, I he don't thought know. see i think he thought you are supposed to be him i don't know i'm just this is me like this is my spirit man if i was born in the 80s i would look like this <laughs> you'd see uh, me yeah. like outside of like the fucking whiskey go-go on friday Getting in free because they think you're a chick if you cover your face like that. Nor do they think I'm like David Coverdale from White Snake. <laughs> I think chicks. I think dudes did the chicks makeup thing because they got into bars free. Because back in those days, chicks would drink free. Probably, so, honestly, that's a, that's what <laughs> that's the way white hair and glad became so huge. Yeah, that's <laughs> we wanted to make kick ass music and drink for free, so we just dressed up as chicks, and it totally worked. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, D. Snyder. <laughs> Uh, we were at bar. We were at a bar dressed as a chick, and then the band canceled, and they needed a band right now. Yeah, and luckily <laughs> CC Deville had his guitars. <laughs> <laughs> like they just take them with them everywhere they go. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did. Exactly, bro. I mean, dude, shout out to CC Deville. Oh yeah, best looking uh, chick that could play guitar. CC Deville. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme once. It said, "Uh." Uh, I jerked off to the cover of Poison for uh two years before I figured out they were all dudes, and then another two <laughs> weeks after that. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, bro. Uh, what we going? What else is there? There was uh some more news. I think we had to uh to cover. Um, Brian Johnson. Oh yeah, you sent me this. When I think he just released uh, 
like an autobiography or like some like tell all memoir. I don't know if it's just released or it's about to be released soon. Yeah, this is uh I'm reading from uh Metal Injection uh .net and the headline is Brian Johnson on Axel Rose fronting ACDC. It's like finding a stranger in your house sitting in your favorite chair. And uh basically he thought that uh Axel did a great job but he just couldn't watch it because he says when you've been doing it for 35 years it's like finding a stranger in your house sitting in your favorite chair. Uh, but I bear no grudges. It was just a tough situation. Yeah, I can kind of get that. Like, especially it's like you've been doing this thing for so long and someone else is there to like pick up the scraps. You know, yeah. like, I can get why you wouldn't watch. You'd be like, so it's just like in that state, it's like you just basically got kicked out of the greatest job ever. And you're like, fuck, I kind of wish I had that. And I know in that quote, yeah. goes on afterwards. He's like, well, what else did I do? Like, I know. You know, like Brian Johnson loves the loves race car driving and stuff. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm just like I don't really care for anything anymore." And it got really like dark, even too, like in that line where he's talking about, "I just didn't care. I'll like go whatever 200 miles per hour in the corners, and like if it happens, it happens, whatever." Yeah, that's a sad like, thing. That was especially really, that really got me. I was like, "Oh shit." Well, they I, and I'm sure in a way the guys didn't want to see something happen to Brian, like what happened to Bond. Yeah, you don't, you don't, we don't do that, man. Yeah, like after Bron, after Bon Scott's um, tragedy uh, that got Brian in the band in the first place, and yeah. I'm sure they didn't want a third singer any fucking way. So when Brian no. could physically ate, was able to come back, he came back. Yeah, and like Brian Johnson still made appearances here and there. I remember like he randomly showed up at a Muse show or something and did some stuff there. But yeah. I think he showed up at one of the Taylor Hawkins tribute shows, I believe. If I recall, I could be wrong. Well, I'm sure a lot of it too with the hearing thing was probably a uh, every night getting his yeah. ears fucking berated because all yeah. of those rock star guys, older musicians, have bad hearing. Oh yeah, it just it happens, man. man. But that you're close to that many that much like loudness of decibels for so long, yeah. Like, and yeah it's crazy and like at small levels too it'll just get you bro you're exposed for so long so much noise at a certain amount it starts mm -hmm. just slowly drain away at that eardrum yeah but the um uh when you were like a lot of guys like older people was experiencing the hear loss problems because of uh like back in the day factories didn't have the best uh hearing protection situation mm -hmm. going on or whatever. Yeah, they give a fuck back then. They, they wouldn't even give you, like, earplugs or anything. Stuff in your ears. Even after they were man mandated to, there was never that mandate to do it for musicians on stage. Yeah. Like, they ended up figuring it out on their own. And, you know, so I'm sure, like, hearing protection for the musicians on stage wouldn't become a thing until many years later. Because then after... You know, after the government makes all the factories and shit start doing it and all the places where normal people work start doing it, and they're probably like, ah, I'm not no pussy. I'm not going to wear fucking earplugs on my show, you know? Yeah. Probably didn't have the best uh, the best outlook to it. Yeah, and, like, musicians nowadays all wear them, whether, you know, it's, you know, like, actually with the in-ear, you know, vocal monitor, or like sort of kind of as an earplug as well. Yeah, where they play him uh, recordings of himself from the 80s. 
No, so just, he thinks that's what he's more of a production thing. It's like, oh yeah, go for this song. He's like, oh whatever, we got everything queued up, <laughs> and you can, you know, and that's where he yells the the people when it sounds off, sounds all fucked up. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> uh, those prov- those are some classic Axel moments right there. Yeah, man, he just throws his fucking monitor. Down. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck moments. this shit. I'm out. We need a, Yeah, we need a Juno riot. <laughs> Fuck, we, we missed the 30 year anniversary of Riverport. We need something. I can't believe they didn't do anything for so many times they've missed anniver- big anniversaries. Yeah, that's the thing with Juno. Listen, they missed the 30 year of Appetite. Actually, no, well, they, they didn't. They did it. They did like a special like concert. That was the Apollo Theater concert, I think they did. It was the 30 year one. And then so they never like, mentioned it. wasn't really it. anything special with it. Like, I guess you kind of did like a cool live broadcast, but it's mm-hmm. like, celebrate the history of the album, man. Like, it was like Steven Adler was there for like two songs. That'd be cool. Yeah. And Izzy. Yeah. Oh, Izzy. They're, they're probably not going to get Izzy ever. And play the whole fucking album. See, that would have been cool. Like, even if, okay, so if you can't get Izzy, get Gilby. Let Gilby come in and play a song or two. Fuck that. I might as well get fucking Paul Tobias to come out of fucking hibernation. Yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) I would be down for that. Yeah. And then he runs into Richard Fortas as replacement. He's like, you motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Izzy. There's two of them. What the fuck? I love how you Google. I, I still think most people think that Richard Fortas is Izzy. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're like, oh, my God, Izzy, bro. You're all tatted up, man. <laughs> Izzy Whoa. got skinny. Yeah, man. Whoa. He has an age today. Yeah, you got abs, bro. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Uh, let's see. What else is there to talk about? Um, we may be having, we've got to do some finalized, uh, scheduling and stuff like that. It's too early to announce, but we, I'm thinking maybe by next week we will be having an announcement. I think we're going to, yeah, we're definitely working on some, some guests, some big, some big guests. I think if the, um, if the recording does happen, I'm going to push it off a week so we have a week to notify everybody that it's happening once we have it in the can. Definitely, because this is pretty, this is uh, somewhat big, especially you know for a show of our caliber and our size. Oh yeah, I'm excited about it. So, uh, it. information on that will come shortly. Uh, TBD. Yeah, to be determined. Uh, we're kind of just going with it as it unfolds and develops yeah pretty much and i think we pretty much covered all the the rock news beats that we plan to cover that's right man what's uh uh, let me ask you a couple of questions chris what are some of your favorite halloween traditions i don't really have much i'm always like working halloween so it's like yeah i try and go to a party the weekend before and uh just get fucking drunk and have fun when you were a kid, did you guys ever do the flashlight under the chin and then you tell scary stories in the dark with your friends? Oh, yeah, we've definitely done that. Oh, yeah, man. Like the whole yeah. trick-or-treating shit like that and all that. We've definitely, I've definitely done that. Yeah. And scary most Halloween, the dark. 
most Halloween traditions are geared toward children, but we uh, we're gonna do uh, we're proposing a new tradition geared toward adults. All right. Fuck yeah. And these are scary stories for grownups brought to us in the form of R.L. Stein's Goosebumps. And I found these all on the internet. So I'm sure if you Google these and you find these memes that uh, you'll be able to find them too. But let's discuss some of these uh, potential scary horror stories here. Uh, this first one that we have up here is called Season of the Taxes. Ooh, um, the IRS. <laughs> oh yeah man that's terrifying right there to somebody said, axel rose knows the thing to do with the irs yeah and i love the tagline you were so screwed <laughs> oh you are so 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 screwed with uncle sam looking in the mirror do you guys yeah. have a canadian uncle sam what's your canadian equivalent to uncle sam um i would just say i would probably just say the mountie oh the mountie like every mountie. mountie in general um i mean if you live in calgary it's probably bret hart <laughs> Dudley do right. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Darren the Lion. That's your yeah. <laughs> Dudley do right. <laughs> I don't know. Probably I don't know. <laughs> uh, our next terrifying tale: the chatty high school acquaintance. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, and we, she we saw run into you. them at the worst, worst place, the worst possible time. It's like. I was on my way out, like finishing my fucking grocery shopping. I had to run to this. This is someone from high school from like X amount of years ago. It's like, and it happens to me sometimes too. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, just like literally, like, you know, like those, you're just coasting through the conversation or like, yeah, oh, wow, no I way. Barely, That's cool. I barely yeah. talked to you back then. What makes you think <laughs> I want to talk to you now? But I leave, I'm like, wait, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, man. I, I remember some people. I don't remember everyone. <laughs> I'm like, who? <laughs> who? Now you got to pretend like you know who they are. Yeah, I'm like, and, oh, yeah, X and whatever, and so and so shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like, never have the a back of story. Like, <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, what's uh, what you been doing since I, well, my grandpa died, and then I survived cancer, and then I got drafted to the military. Like, God damn, I got deployed and like, God damn, dude, like nothing happy happened. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? What are you trying to make your, make, make your shit more miserable? So you make me feel bad. Sorry. <laughs> the, the misery game. Like, get out of here. <laughs> oh God. I shit. hope, I hope nobody out there has to ever go through anything like that for real, but. Oh, the worst. Uh, well, let's move on. Ah, oh, here we go. The curse of the bottomless laundry basket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is for people who hate doing their laundry. Me, it's like, I, I know. Every, yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, I got a nice little laundry bag right here. You'll see in the background. That thing <laughs> fills up fast. And I'm like, carrying this thing. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's actually heavier than I thought. <laughs> yeah. This one gave me chills just now when I saw the front. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, I forgot my bed sheets. Shit. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I've got laundry in the dryer right now, waiting on my lazy ass to go down there and get it. Uh, oh, oh, this one's horrible for people with kids. It's just called lice. Okay. <laughs> lice. Oh, God. who has your kid been in contact with, dude? What is it with kids and fucking lice, man? That's the yeah, worst part the about hell? dating a girl with kids is you always got to worry about lice, and you don't find out until they already until it's too late. 
Yeah, then you're like trying to like, get the fucking things out of your head. You gotta use like the special and shampoo. And it don't matter if 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 you're clean or not, because your kids go to school with kids that are not clean, and then by oh, the yeah. time you find it, it's like every fucking wear. Dude, listen, these days kids are just sperm with germs. That's it. I know. Sperm with germs. <laughs> like it's it. It's walking sperm with germs. I know, man. It's all dude. fucking fucking sneezing, fucking running nosing all over the goddamn place. Can you imagine if I had kids? I'd be a nervous wreck all the time. Yeah, and people complained about putting masks on their kids. They fucking should. Kids are spread fucking more shit than COVID spread two years ago. I'd have a live-in nanny, and her job is every day when my kid comes home before they get to come in the house, they got to check them for lice and give them a COVID test. Yeah. If they got lice or COVID, sorry, kid, you can't come in the house. Exactly. You can sit outside with your hazmat suit on (laughs) in the tent out back. (laughs) Uh, I would be a terrible father. The boy who wouldn't shut the fuck up about YouTube gamers. Oh, God. I rem- <laughs> Have you ever oh had tried to, uh, a little kid come up to you and try to talk to you about PewDiePie or some shit like that? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not your demographic, buddy. Like, you talk to me about, <laughs> like, the 80s? Sure. <laughs> cool shit. I don't give a yeah. fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, kid. Hey, if you, you, remember, you ever watch Friday the 13th? Give me something cool, man. Come on. <laughs> talk about porn or something. I, I know you watch it. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about your, your Twitch streaming or streams or whatever. Like, uh. if, if you're a kid out there and you watch porn, just remember you're the only one that does it, and it is weird. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> you're weird uh, because you're the only one that does it. Yeah, listen, we get it, bro. You're going to hit puberty earlier than everyone else. Go. go oh, here we choke. go. Speaking, speaking of which, examined. <laughs> all you all see the glove. <laughs> I, know, I already know the noise. Oh no! Uh, just relax. Just relax. I think that's, that's going to be me in a couple of weeks. I'm finally going. I'm finally giving in and going to the doctor in a couple yeah, of weeks. But you now start like at forty. You're the one. Uh, no, thirty. You're supposed to start at thirty. And wow, that uh, really is just forty. Yes, I thought. I thought it was thirty. I mean, I don't. I don't think you have to do them every year till like forty or fifty or something. Oh yeah, that's true. But either way, I don't want to do it. I don't like it. Brutal. I don't want to either. Well, at I least it's only a few fingers instead of a fist. So I mean, <laughs> uh, it depends on the doctor you get and how big that's your fingers. <laughs> Here's so one that's Johnny uh, Sins. <laughs> Here's one that happens just seems like every time my family's getting together for Christmas, the group text that would not die. Oh, God. It starts yeah. around Thanksgiving when they're planning family Christmas and when everybody can be in town, which I they never hold off on me. Like, they'll hold off for anybody else in my family. Well, let's pause it till this person can get into town, and then we'll go, and everybody's, okay, we're chill with it. But when it comes to me, they never put family have they never put it on hold for me. So I just don't go. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like the black sheep over there. Oh, I am the black sheep of my family, yeah. but uh my solution to that is I just don't participate in the family and I pretend it's not a thing. So treat me yeah. better, I guess. Close your vote, man. Uh well my I've got an uncle that treats me very, very well compared to the rest of them. The rest of them just like to pretend I'm not a thing. 
the Amazon sale. Oh man, <laughs> and he's handing his credit card to his wife. Yeah, this is even worse when you're drunk and you're buying shit on Amazon. You're like, you know, <laughs> totally need this useless thing. <laughs> oh, dude, I have like, to. What the fuck just happened? eBay for me, man. It's like, don't get drunk on eBay. Warning, kids. Don't, don't drink your internet. That's it. I think dr- drinking internet is just as bad as drinking drunk. Yeah. Oh, man, this one's not uh, doing the screen thing. I'm going to have oh, to fix shit. it. Oh, uh, hey oh, this is a spell Hey-o. check or die. <laughs> and it's like Douche Tasha just like... noticed a tweet from a week ago with a glaring typo, and now she has to uh drop out of school no. to change her name to Patrice. <laughs> This is what happens when you spell the wrong your. <laughs> yes. You literally get roasted. It's like a goddamn Reddit thread of roast. Yeah. All right. And the last one, I might as well go back to this. The 5 p.m. nightmare. Ah, El Trafico. Every fucking day. Well, not so much anymore. Now I I, I can walk to work now where I, in this oh. new house. That was one great thing about the pandemic. No one was on the fucking roads. Oh, I know. It was beautiful. Nobody was going to work. Yeah, man. Everyone was just working from home and doing nothing. I'm like, fuck yeah. I would just go out, go fucking drive an open road. I'm like, you ain't stopping me, bitch. Going for a rip. <laughs> Nobody can stop me, bitch. Yeah. Doing 80 on the boulevard. I ain't staying at home. I'm essential. <laughs> Oh, I noticed nobody that made any money was essential during that time. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. The, the rich only make more money, man. It seems these days. And 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 then in the pandemic, they didn't even have to do anything. Literally, they got paid yeah. to sit home. Yeah. Well, we were all essential. Not oh. too essential to pay a living wage. And then they didn't want to give those poor fast food guys fifteen dollars an hour. They fought that tooth yeah. and nail. Or yeah, what the. And guess what? Fifteen dollars right. an hour is still not a living wage. I was gonna say, like, I think that's like our minimum wage. But then again, fifteen Canadian is like nothing compared to fifteen American. So I don't know. I don't know which is more valuable. The American dollar is always more valuable. Man. You guys are still on par with the euro, I think. Last well, time. you guys. I mean, to be fair, you guys sell your money in Monopoly, so. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, we have the Creative Commons license for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's not that your money is less valuable. It's just on principle because of how it looks that the world's not going to take it. It's, Canadian dollar is the Dogecoin of real tangible currency. <laughs> hey, this is actually worth something. The whole rest of the world is laughing. <laughs> hey man, I don't think we're the only one with color money. Every other guy in the country has some color their money. <laughs> well, because it's Halloween, we decided we were going to watch a music video. Uh, are you a Misfits fan? I mean, I've heard some of their stuff. I mean, Graves or as you and Rick talk about Misfits, so. Yeah, well, all of Rick's stories uh, about the Misfits are mainly centered around Michael Graves, who was the singer uh, after Danzig left and 
and back came back. Way? Yeah, in the nineties. And he was there even for Graves has gone crazy or something. I don't know what got him canceled. He got canceled for something. I don't know. Uh, he he got pushed over to the edge of the right wing, didn't he? Something to Trump. I, that's all oh, I know. God. Wow. <clears throat> He was really nice to me, so I mean, I I, I can't say anything bad about because one, I haven't heard what his comments were, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Well, uh, whatever comments you, buddy, so. And two, uh, I don't have a bad. I didn't have any kind of bad experience with him. Uh, you know, we hung out. We, well, it's been. It's been 10 years. We smoked a joint. Uh, I mean, like, and that was cool because he sat in my car and smoked a joint. That's pretty cool, man. Made it re- oh, yeah, dude. Made it real hard to sell that car. <laughs> but uh, he yeah, was really no, it's, totally, it's totally part of the musk, man. You know, it, it's not. I didn't do anything here. It just came like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a great time with that guy. But, uh this is Graves Era Misfits, probably uh, their most popular song to people who aren't really that big of a Misfits fan. When people first, I think Dig Up Your Bones is one of the things people discover uh, first. But we're going to be watching the music video to Dig Up Your Bones. All right. And is this an epic music video or is it a shitty music video? We're going to watch the music video. Uh, we're going to give our thoughts on it and we're going to let you give your thoughts on it on our Discord and uh wherever you choose to comment so uh with that i'm gonna go ahead and hit play and uh let's check out dig up her bones by the misfits let's do it have you ever seen that old movie that their logo is uh, that the skull guy the, the fiend or whatever he's called from i never know i do remember that thing kind of like the crimson ghost i think is oh, what the it's crimson, yeah there we go. oh it sucks there's our boy graves look how young he looks yeah he looks like he needs to have it from bf5 oh yeah everybody's like jacked that, yeah man remember how like that parted sideways here then like skrillex brought back in the early 2000s like oh yeah Everybody else has the, uh, the what I call the front-facing ponytail in their face. Yeah. <laughs> I do love this song, though. It is pretty good. I always wanted to see the Misfits, man. They just don't come anywhere accessible. It's always New York or Vegas or L.A. Like, dudes, do a fucking tour. Do a fucking tour, dude. Yeah, these guys only play major markets, and you have Kiss who play like fucking Des Moines, Iowa. Well, Danzig came here alone on his solo tour, so I know he can make the trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably... Why can't, why can't Jerry only round up two other musicians 
it, it, as long as you got Danzig and, and Jerry, they can call it the original Misfits. I think Doyle's back now, though, too. Yeah, I think it's pretty much, like, mostly reunited. Last I remember. Who's, who's the drummer on the reunion tour? Oh, let me look, look at the Misfits. Dr. Chud? Currently, yes, with Danzig, Doyle, Jerry Only, Dave Lombardo, and AC Slade. Okay. Uh, so Dave Lombardo is their current drummer right now, and AC Slade have a rhythm, they rhythm guitarist. They have five now. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, folks. Dig up her bones. Uh, what do you think about it, Chris? Is it an That's epic music cool, video? Man. I think it was a pretty cool music video. I mean, my only gripe with it was like Graves just like I don't know if it was like live footage of him like singing the song live, but he seemed like so fucking disinterested at points. Just like it was like he's just talking to a camera while singing the song. And then like the rest of the footage is fucking cool. It's like all live footage. Well, that was just my thing. I was like, I don't know. At least to me, it looked like I don't know what the fuck was going on there. He's just like talking like this and like so like wow. Why was no, did you notice he's the only one that's that's actually showed up for filming extra shit? Everybody else just kind of seems to be in the live footage. That could be too, yeah. Maybe he wanted to do more shit, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was the only one that showed up that day and he was pissed off about it. Could be. Just I don't in. know. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you can find it out there, Stone Cold Steve Austin interviewed Jerry Only in an old episode of the Steve Austin show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a two-part uh, interview, and it was uh, it was great. You remember back in the day when podcasts would have a guest, and they'd do one part the first week, kind of like we did with uh, Tara and Robin, but they, theirs were mm-hmm. designed that way. Yeah, I remember that like, because the Stone Cold old thing used to be like you'd have on like Tuesday or something was like it was more family, it was not well maybe not family friendly, but it wasn't like it was more like PG PG thirteen rated one, and then you'd have a part two with another guest where you could like it would you wouldn't have any censors or anything. It's unleashed. Yeah, Stone Cold unleashed. unleashed. He could say dirty words and stuff. Yeah, they've yeah. stopped that now. I mean, it's just kind of dumb. And I don't think he does his podcast anymore. They just literally re-air old episodes. Yeah, it's just a rerun. Uh, just just reruns. Like his was a really good podcast. That I used to listen to in there. It was, man. I think yeah. it got dethroned by Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, that's what and, I think too. Like Steve Austin was like the first, like really starting to the whole wrestling podcast thing. You wouldn't even talk about wrestling half the time, anyways. Yeah, which is really interesting. It's like Steve Austin interviewing like people and other like facets of celebrity and stuff is really cool, and then. I don't know. Maybe maybe he gets more money from WWE doing the whole Broken Skull Sessions thing. That's probably why. Probably. If I was a gambling man, that'd be what I'd He's like, I can do this, you know, X amount of times a year and really put effort into it and, you know, whatever. And I get paid more by, you know, WWE to do it. So that's what I think. I'm, I'm torn on it. I think it's definitely something like that. Yeah. You took a but, WCW um, payday, man. More money for those states. <laughs> Where's my creative control, brother? Well, there's all kinds of things that uh, WWE does that um, that that 
they used to shit on uh, WCW for, like the three hours it takes to do fucking Raw now. Yeah. Oh god. It, they only went I mean, three hours for more ad money. That's it. It's all for the money. It just of course. more money, less creative fucking anything. Well, they're not oh. going to go three hours for less money. That's the true. same money. No, no way. Which because I don't know if they wanted a better, tighter, creative product, just keep it two hours, man. Yeah, I never understood what the uh, um, the the fucking deal was to uh, keep this motherfucker so goddamn long and um, shit. Yeah, like it was cool when you do like special episodes, like three hour raw, whatever. Like I stay up late for those, you know, for like special occasions, whatever. Yeah, you know, like you know, like over like. Uh, it was like special, like Legends Night, so like some big special thing, and they load up a card with stuff. Back then, it was really neat. Now it's just, oh, it's been like oh, 10 years like that, dude. 10 years. Yeah. I, that's a little too much for my liking. Yeah. Or at least like do something cool at the third hour, like maybe make it more like adultish or something. I don't know. I'm glad they brought back Halloween Havoc, though. That was cool. That's been hey, a cool thing. You know, you have a license for all this shit. You paid for it. You paid dirt cheap for it. Might as well make some profit off of it. And then they didn't use it. Yeah. Yeah. They I mean, they used like the NXT, bash. Great American Bash they've used. They, they literally shot on Starcade, use it for house shows. Yeah. That's them being dicks. Yeah. That's a dick move. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're not going to show you the whole house show. Here's one hour of it on the network. That'd be oh, like if it, if it was the other way around and they got WrestleMania. Now WrestleMania is a fucking house show yeah what the hell and you get an hour of it free on some shitty syndicated fuck why don't you just rename crown jewel starcade there you go more people would watch it you know, if it's a uh, flood money pay-per-view <laughs> i don't know man that might piss off fans even more i'm good i'd love to see the fucking outrage <laughs> Well, uh, that would definitely cause some hell. But speaking of hell and all that Where's good hell, shit. Where's hell, son? Right? I'm tell you something, man. House 316 says hell yeah. Hell yeah, son. Right? Hell yeah. Let's get to hear some music. I'm just reminded of something. It's like Queens of the Stone Age-esque. Ah, uh, yeah. Sounds took me a minute to figure out what it was making me think. Also, of. It kind of has like a bit of a Ramones vibe, but it's like not as super oh. fast as Ramones would be. It kind of gives me like Blitzkrieg Bop. Oh, da-na-na. kind of. It, it, but it's like if you do Blitzkrieg Bop in half the time instead of it's going like it's like skipping like four chords, whatever. Nice. It's like half assing it. It's like, oh, you can't copyright me, bro. I took out half the song. Come at me. Oh, uh, he ain't playing today. That last bro, he's Izzy not fucking song, around, man. Punk rock, he Izzy, was, bro, is something else. What was the one we looked at on Shotcast last week? Um, oh, was it Bombs Away? I think. Yeah, that week? was another good Izzy. Show yeah, Bombs Away was the one we just did last Saturday. Fuck you, Anthem. Oh hell yeah! I 
yeah, it's definitely a banger. I'll give him that. Like so far, I'm rather enjoying it. Fuck yeah, that's good. Um, I do got lyrics if we want to get into those. I should play some Yeah, throw, throw some lyrics. Throw some lyrics. I think we got at least a verse in here. So uh, I wrote this song for you. Go to hell. Yeah, you know right. that it's true. I can tell. Just when you thought you had you had got me down, just when I thought things were coming around, go to hell. And this is brackets, go to hell, whatever, times, whatever. Don't wish me well. I wrote the song for you. Go to hell. I customized the words for myself. That's right. <laughs> I fucking love this shit. Already. Not even playing with your ass. Go to hell. Go to fuck to hell. Go to hell. This Ramones riff. So he's just repeating the first verse again, right? Uh, kind of, yeah. All right, so what are we about to hit? Are we about to hit an epic guitar solo or a breakdown? Oh, I think we... It sounded like more breakdown. I don't know about... When Izzy goes punk, there's not really many much guitar soloing. We get probably something... We probably get a little quick something. But I'm leaning more towards breakdown. All right, let's take a look. All right. Very Green Day breakdown. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, that was a little something. It was like three notes. Yeah, it was like a drum beat. That's it. Yeah. Well, it went bilulu. Yeah. I ain't sending you no postcard when you inhale. How would the logistics of that work? Pretty hard. I don't know how, how far you can throw something so far into the ground of the earth or wherever. Use a Ouija board. <laughs> That's true. Hey, ghost, when you go back to hell, give this letter. Go to Hell by Izzy Stradlin. The Hell song, baby. Damn, that was a real headbanger right there. I did. I liked it. Uh, That that was quite the headbanger. Uh, And what an awesome fucking random wheel pick thing for Halloween. I just want to say that. That was that literally. The wheel does come clutch for us sometimes. So I have to give credits to our wheel. Even if it does get us some real shit. But we gotta <laughs> dig through the shit to get to good stuff like this. That's right. It is what it we, is, man. We made a commitment to listen to everything. We gotta listen to everything. That's just how oh, it yeah. is. But uh, in a minute, we're gonna find out what we're doing next week. But before we do that, let's talk about go to hell, uh, Chris. 
Why don't you give us your thoughts first? I'll take dibs on this one. Um, oh, there we go. Now the screen's on me. Sorry, uh, just my beautiful locks here. <laughs> gorgeous, 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 brother. Uh, this is wow. This, I, I love all these like different influences in this song. Like you get a bit of uh, like the first second, like Queens of Stone Age. Sort of with like the, I guess like the distortion effects used on like the guitar and the mixing and mastering of the song. Um, it really gives like a Ramones vibe too. Like when Izzy Stradlin does leans more into like the punk rock roots instead of like the more Rolling Stones type stuff. I mean, like that stuff's okay, but some of it's not as good. I like more punk rock Izzy where it's just quick, it's fast paced. He doesn't have to write too many lyrics. He gets his point across very quick in this song. I wrote this song for you, you can go to hell. Boom, we can repeat that 20 times, and it's fucking great. Um, this is probably honestly already one of my one of my top favorite Izzy Stradlin songs, I think, ever. I love this shit. It's quick, it's fast-paced. You bang your head to this for like two or three minutes, however long you need to. Four to five for me. Oh, four out of five. I love this I fucking think... song already. I'm adding this to the playlist right now. Oh, yeah. I'm in the same boat. I'm just going to say, you, add, you said, once again, we agree. And uh, hang on, let me just yell at my cat real quick. Hey, stop calling up my cat. Go to hell. <laughs> you don't claw up my couch. You go to hell. <laughs> I ain't scooping <laughs> your litter box out. Go to hell. <laughs> stop taking my dirty socks out of the clothes basket and hiding them under the couch. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that, write an angry uh, punk rock anthem about me being pissed off at my cats. That'd be a good song. <laughs> no, uh, Go to Hell, or Hell song, I liked it too. I mean, um, I'm not going to just dwell on it too long, but I, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. I too am going to give it uh, four, a solid four stars. I thought, uh, good job, Izzy. And I, I, I'm going to keep this one in my playlist also. So I, I believe this makes us, as of right now, so far, I think the highly, the highest rated Izzy track, I think for both of us. I think the most we ever gave Izzy was maybe like a three and a half, like a three and three quarter. But man, the song's fucking good. Yeah. Um, but let's, uh, we, we've done it now. It's in the rear view. We got a couple minutes left on the show. Let's spin the wheel and see what we're doing next week. What say you, Mr. Caputo? Let's get right to it. Sleaze Factory. Loaded. Meh. All right. I mean, the title sounds cool. So you think it's like from like an eighties fucking glam metal band, and then you realize like okay, let's see. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm like it's like a hidden poison track or something. Uh yeah. That's not gonna be the only deaf song we're listening to uh very soon because Saturday is the the first episode in Neurotic November. Oh yes. I you, you I literally totally forgot about that. I created this so, thing, and I totally fucking forgot about it. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to listen to Neurotic Outsiders all month on Shotcast Saturday, and we're going to uh, listen to Sleaze Factory by Loaded. Uh, yeah. 
mean, November's we got a lot of crazy shit coming up, you know? Neurotic November, No Nut November, um, <laughs> November. Um, no here's, a, here's a little something for those of you out there that participate in November to No Nut November to help you out. Yeah, that's the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> I don't care. November first, I'm I'm busting at least three nuts. I don't care. Jealous <laughs> bitch. Minimum. Minimum, Minimum three. <laughs> <laughs> one for breakfast, one for lunch, and one for fucking right for bed. Oh, gross! I want to. I, I think you might want to <laughs> rewind that analogy and try again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't co-sign on that one, bro. I can't. <laughs> So, yeah, be sure to come back. Thank you for joining us this Halloween for our Ooh. Halloween episode. It's in the books. We hope that we did not disappoint bringing you some fun, awesome Guns and Radio Halloween content. We'll be back next week when we're listening to Sleaze Factory. And, of course, we'll be back on Saturday for Shotcast Saturday. But until yeah. then, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Have a happy freaking halloween if you're listening on halloween if not well i hope you did have a great halloween but, and check uh, your kids candy for drugs yeah and razor blades if that ever happens i don't know Those that's never happened there. that's never happened that's, just a fucking, that's urban it's legend, an urban bro. legend yeah it's never yeah. happened i mean unless, i mean check your like, kids candy any fucking way yeah unless some regardless if a stranger gives like, your kids candy look at it at least just check it yeah please you know you i don't mean want to have your kid on ball you on halloween so <laughs> Yeah, Bob, I just bought a party. Quaaludes. Bring me to the club. <laughs> you're not going to the club. You're eight. I don't care. I'm like club. I was bringing to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, guys, stay safe. Peace out. Join us this Saturday, beginning of Neurotic November. Um, and lots more to come, man. May have a big announcement next week too. Definitely Maybe. Want to join us next week, possibly. May have an announcement Maybe. about an announcement. <laughs> yeah, announcement of an announcement. Oh, another announcement. <laughs> Jesus, we'll Christ. see it's you like next playing, time. It's like playing Twitter over here. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ciao.